I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. Despite only spending about 90 days together before our wedding, we've now been married over 25 years. And we were only together for about two weeks before getting engaged. That might qualify us as 90 Day Fiancé OGs. Probably not, but that coupled with being super fans of the shows does qualify us to sit down each week and talk about the episodes, the cast members, and the general chaos that surrounds their families. Just like ours. We are here with 90 Day Fiancé, The Other Way, Season 2, Episode 14. This week, Kenneth and Armando... They don't do anything except for get in a car and start on a trip. Brittany graduates from the infamous 90-day fiancé school of truth-telling on lies of omission, not actually being lies at all. <laughs> the untrustworthy Jahoon spends even more time alone with Drusilla. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. For being so untrustworthy, right. they leave him again. Every time you turn around, they're out without him. Melisa joins the rest of the planet by recognizing that Tim is annoying. <laughs> Jenny explains how she began smashing dreams and Summit upstairs at his parents' house. And Binyam's four jobs aren't enough for Ariella. She's so completely unforgiving. She just has this expect- expectation and the bar is way up here. He could be fighting tooth and nail. Did you see what he was doing? Everything he could. And if it doesn't meet that bar, she's just cold as ice. No, I get They talked about he makes like 500 a month. And for Ethiopia, I would For them, that's a lot. Yeah, I I don't know exactly what that is. But did you see what he was doing at the beginning of the conversation? He's sitting on on a stool. With the washtub. On the bathroom floor with a washtub. While she sits and twiddles her thumbs and plays on her cell phone. I get it. I mean, she's, what, 10 weeks from... from, Okay. I get it. So that that doesn't bother me. Other than I think it shows you Binyam's character. There is Binyam there working. And I don't think it's a show. I don't think he's showing off for the camera. No. I think he needed his clothes cleaned. And he's got to do it. No one does it for him. I think he's quite a self-sufficient person. Exactly. And that whole conversation between them is, you can leave, you can't leave. And she looks at him almost with an attitude. Yes, and, definitely with and an says, attitude, not almost. I can. I can leave. It's like she was doing him a favor for being there. Right. She's <clears> like uh, almost threatening. And we look around to the other men that we see in both of these shows that are going on right now. And do you see anybody, anyone even close to the character and dedication of Binyam? No. There isn't even a close second. I got nobody. He, I mean, I'm almost like, crap, that's, that's a hard standard to live up to. You look at him. Four jobs. Yeah. I think my issue between them is as I'm not sure of the love between the two of them. Yeah, I don't think that she loves him. <clears throat> I think he loves her. Well, I think she has his child. And my thought was, and even looking at the exchange, was that he cares for that child. Yes, he, but he's genuinely tender with her. I agree, and that could just be niceness. 
I didn't see a lot of fight between the two of them for each other. Well, and he comforts her and not like Paul and Karini. No, he tries to make <laughs> her comfortable. I think he's very he's a very caring partner, mm-hmm. and it's genuine. And he tries so hard all the time. And he says what he says. You know, you have to work, and. To make it work. Ari does not seem, that did not seem to register with her. Although I think she's nicer than Jen and Chuck and Charlie. But she's got a foundation that's the same. Of expectation. Yes. Attitude. They fought back and forth and they went to go see that other apartment. You could see how happy she was. And her big concern, it still was hot water and Wi Fi. Yeah. How good is the Wi Fi signal here? Is it strong? Really? You know, and Binyam's attitude during all of that is that if you give me time, that we can fix this together. But I I just, I think we, you and I talked even today. You know, I think she's looking for a way out. I mean, that's her mission. Oh, yeah. Is to find a way out. Yeah, she's not looking to make things work. She's looking for the opportunity to get out. After one day. Yeah, that's that's a mess. Her attitude right from the moment her mom walked away at the airport, it has gone downhill from there. She has been one foot out the door from that moment on. When she said to him, I'm not looking forward to being alone with you at all. That was like, that set the tone for how it's been ever since. And they hadn't been alone that we have seen. They hadn't been alone. I can't imagine that he had done anything to upset her. Because she, I think in her anger, she would have said something. You did this. It was always that you didn't have this apartment ready. And he said, I can get it ready. Give me a week. And she was like, well, if you could have gotten done in a week bef- now, you could have got it done in a week before. And he said, well, I was, <clears throat> I was busy with my If it mattered to you, if it mattered to you, then you would have done it. So you can't do it now. Otherwise, you would have done it before if it's so easy to do. That was rude. Wow. I I couldn't help but look at that taxi driver. He's just sitting there staring. He's like looking in the rearview mirror, (laughs) (laughs) completely expressionless. This is He probably doesn't speak English, so he probably has no idea what they're talking about, just the tone. I'd assume taxi drivers probably could. I don't know. But she even said that he, she thinks that he doesn't work hard enough. That's messed up. That would just be, I don't know, just a kick in the, I guess a kick in the teeth. We get the preview for them. I actually, it when they put it in the preview last week where he tells her to shut up, yeah. it seemed bad. But in the actual moment with her complete rant to him in the taxi, I can't blame him. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. Because cause how long was he supposed to sit and take that? He was trying to come up he with did a, a good reasonable job. plan and keep his cool. And she was getting all screechy and raising her voice and like getting hysterical. For nothing. You wonder if the middle ground isn't that for a few months they get help from, if there is a middle ground, that they get help from mom and dad. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about that as we watched the preview of her being told she has to deliver the same day. And then her crying. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And I was thinking if she were to call her mom in that moment when the doctor said she had to have an emergency C-section and say, oh, my gosh, the baby's early and I'm having it right now. 
Could you imagine her mom's panic mm-hmm. knowing that they don't have a decent place to live yet? I would imagine that they would hire somebody to come in like a contractor and finish the place so when she comes out of the hospital, they have a place to be. Yes. Uh, I could picture that. And I'm not sure how long they've got. I on... mean, her parents are a doctor and a nurse. They certainly have the uh, the funds sure. to be able to do that. And you could tell from the, her upbringing that that really hasn't been an issue for them. Right. She hasn't gone hungry. and yeah. It's not like a weight thing I'm talking about. It's just you could just tell. Right. She's not had it difficult. Right. I and, mean, the whole reason she was traveling when she met Binyam is because she she'd been traveling with her mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they were going off to other countries year to year. So she definitely has have, had a, a privileged life. And she looks completely panicked on that. She does. So if you're going to have a C-section... I mean, this was a sophisticated hospital. You would have been, she wouldn't have been in pain yet other than normal. She wasn't going into labor. They were going to. Yeah, it looks like she had had a checkup and they probably found something like a high blood pressure, something like that, preeclampsia, where they couldn't control something and they had to go in and deliver the baby as the only resolution. That would have caught her off guard. And, and we don't know the timeline. We know it was 10 weeks when she got there. Mom was there probably a week. That probably puts us around nine weeks. Uh-huh. But so we don't, she's probably a couple months early. We don't know the distance, the time frame between what we saw this week and when she goes well, in early. Well, in this episode when they were talking... He said it's only been a day or something since the mom yeah. left when they were in the cab. It's the preview. We don't know right. when that is. It could yeah. be a couple of weeks down the road. Yeah, I don't know. That's just where but it's But we at. do know from current news that she did deliver prematurely. We get some Jenny this time, finally. Yay! I don't know that it's that great of a edit or that great of a segment. It was interesting, though. We saw the interview hit- with his parents. Yes. Where they say that when Jenny came the first time in 2013, that... They were just she, Facebook friends. She came as a Facebook friend, was how she was introduced. And I... Maybe it was because of her age that they just assumed that there was no possibility that they'd ever be anything but friends. I could see where they would think that. That would make sense. Because they won't even consider them as a couple because of the age difference. So that would make sense. Because she said, the mother said, that she felt like Jenny should have looked at him and treated him like a son. 29-year difference. Because of the difference in age. So probably it's a cultural thing that it never even entered their minds that he might be thinking of her as more than a friend because of the age difference solely. And so apparently the mom got along great with Jenny. They even showed some pictures of them together, smiling and having a good time. And she lived with them for four months upstairs. I saw pictures of them on the couch and it made me think of... uh seemed really friendly i was puzzled by how things got to where they were but this explained it that they didn't know she came there as a friend first she stayed there for four months and lived with them and it looked like they got along great with jenny and they liked her a lot but they never suspected that it was something more than a friendship and then the dad said that he noticed that Samit was spending a lot of time talking to jenny upstairs especially at late night. at night then he realized that they were having relations in the house. Because <laughs> Jenny said that he would spend the night after they were sleeping. So you could see where they would feel violated. Yes, but I would think they'd be more upset 
with him than with her because obviously he knows their customs and he would know what his parents would expect and not expect. And I would think they'd be most disappointed in him for violating that trust than with her. And how many years have they been an issue or Um, an item? Seven years. Hmm. So he would have been 24, 25, 26, somewhere around in there when that happened. It's just a big bit awkward. Yeah. Well, and I thought you saw some aggressiveness from Jenny to the parents. And I would imagine that's because of the whole first wedding thing. And and I don't... Well, of course. I mean, she's upset that they set him up with a wife when... They knew. They knew they were a couple. And they really abducted him, essentially. They didn't let him leave. Yeah. She said, if you were to talk to his mother, what would you say? And she... Dropped an F bomb. Yeah. She said, "You know what's wrong with you, lady? How would you if if you wouldn't have done this? All this could have been right." She said, "If you had accepted us at when we because apparently when she lived there before and it came out that they were a couple, they asked then to get married. They wanted to get married and then, they said no. and they said no and wouldn't allow it. So Jenny's pissed at them now because she said if you'd allowed us to get married seven years ago, none of this would have happened." And they'd be happy together. Do you see them changing their minds? I don't, because it's a cultural difference. Yeah, I don't see where they can accept it. or because I don't think they would be accepted by their peers, their neighbors and friends and family members, if they allowed such a thing. The preview had... I think they'd be pariahs in their society. The preview had them sitting across the table from each other, kind of trading... I don't think they were trading ultimatums. But it was him saying that he couldn't stop trying with his family. And she said, does that mean maybe that I'm not the right one for you? Mm. So that's where they left the preview. And I don't know where we go from there. Other than we've got this hiatus. So I would assume we have more of that story when we come back. I was surprised they got the parents involved. I just never thought that we'd get... To show their faces. Yeah, we get them on camera. Yeah, because it, that's a cultural thing. Too. That makes me think more that this could actually happen if you've gotten them to a point where they'll talk about this on camera. Mm-hmm. They talked about the infidelity or the the relations that they had upstairs. They talked about it in front of a camera. That's so, true. So that means something. They've they've accepted it somehow, some way, at least at some level that it happened. You think they'd be ashamed of it and wouldn't say anything, kind of like Colt and his pictures. He just he wouldn't talk We'd about talk it. About You'd it. like not to talk <laughs> about it, and so they are talking about it. So that leads you to believe that that we've advanced at least a little bit. Tim and Melisa sitting at a at a I guess some kind of bar. She ordered him some kind of food, and he seemed really happy to have food. She's cold as ice. Yeah, she got him some food, so that was at least nice of her. Yeah, even the way she eats is cold. She's like a cold stare. <laughs> you women and each other. Now maybe and that's why Larissa gets all these surgeries. <laughs> you women. Maybe it's not men she's trying to impress. It's women. <laughs> that's the way it works. You guys with your women with your fake eyelashes and all that sort Don't of stuff. Don't say your. I've never used it. anything like that. I'm anti-fake. Right. <laughs> I'm El Naturel. Right. Uh, you probably see me once a year with makeup on. <laughs> Tim lays out that he's having a hard time, going to have a hard time finding work just because he'd need to find a sponsor and he doesn't think that's going to happen. 
Yeah, I love how he he had that smirk on his face when he mentioned, but if we were to get married, it would be a whole lot easier. And she was real. <laughs> but you're probably not thinking about that right now. <laughs> it's like a nervous laugh. She said, marriage is not on my mind at all. At all. <laughs> None. <laughs> Boom, shut down. But when she says stuff like that, her face is so expressionless. Right. She's the most expressionless person I have seen. No matter what she says, it's blank. She's like a poker face. Yeah, and I can't remember seeing her smile a lot. No. <laughs> and I'm sure she has. Not really. Yeah, maybe she hasn't. She really hasn't. Well, Tim laid out that he still had his, and we knew it because it's been on other episodes, but that Tim still had his job there. And so that he had his job, she evidently she didn't know out about yeah, that. She, she was not happy. You can't blame him for keeping it, though. I've got to have a backup I, I, plan. I agree. It's, because he knew when he went there that he had a lot to overcome. And that even if, I mean, even if she forgave him and put it behind them, if her parents don't approve, it's not happening. And he knows how hard it would be to convince her mother to let it go. Sure. So, I mean. I'm on Team Tim on this one. Yeah. For so, the first time. Yeah. So he has to know that he needs a backup plan because the odds of this working out are pretty slim. The trouble is, it's not like his job. I think he's like a call center person. Yeah, tech support. Yeah. That's what he does. Software support engineer. I'm just wondering why he can't do that from where he is. Yeah, you could remotely do that. Yeah, that's what I would think. The internet maybe isn't so good there. They go back and forth, and he accuses her of not being as dedicated to their relationship as he is. And, and he can't really say that after he stepped out. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty uncommitted right there. Right. But but it seems like maybe there was a hint that she may yeah, have done Yeah, that's where same. we were. <laughs> that's where it ended, so. Well, yeah, but even before you get there, back and forth, they start to get a little ugly with it. And it's the first Me time too. we've seen Tim be a bit negative and ugly to her. We hadn't seen that before. He's always been... Kissy, kissy. Yes. Brown nosing. Yes. Yeah. Knowing that he's in trouble. But this is the time, he, for the first time, yeah. he kind of puts he's his... sick of taking it. He puts his foot down. Yeah. And she did not react well. No. She put him in his place quickly. They'd said something back and forth and they were staring at each other. And then she said that ugly comment said, about, don't, don't stare at yeah, me. Don't look at don't me. Don't look at me. You're so annoying. Like, wow. I went, oh, my gosh. And I said to you, well, I would just get up and leave. And then he got up he and got left. He got up and left. Because what are you supposed to say at that point? Okay, guess what? Not looking at you now. Right. <laughs> I mean. And this preview was a bit awkward. I think this is what you were talking about before and, and i think the edit might be a little funny on here as tim asked if she had slept with somebody uh -huh. during that time and she insinuates that she doesn't need to answer that and it, you could read that in two different yeah, ways i mean she could be saying that because he should know better but the tone she said it with well everything she says was, is with tone so it's, it's more it's hard um, to tell i'm never going to tell you she should She's be going to have to wonder she should be a poker player yeah. i think she would be really good at That's that what I'm saying and if looks could kill she could shoot daggers with her stare well it comes from her mom yeah i guess so moms it's seem to be pretty popular uh in this whole i guess all these seasons it's been yeah, so everybody's mom is participating it's been so mom dominant yeah i guess we have jahoon and devon devon's mom is leaving 
He seemed very relieved that yeah, she was leaving. Yeah, he had quite a sigh of relief. I think he needed just to just a little breathe catch her. a break. A little space. She's just on him. I think he feels like he can have a little more confidence at at working things out with Devin if she's not there pounding the negative yeah, and all in, the time. In her ear in all ear. the time. Yeah. You even saw how she was with the baby. Yeah, you're, when they ran out in the street well, even. Well, even then, Edward said, well, you're the man of the house now. You know, in front yes, of him. Yes, that was so like, rude. Oh, that's, I thought it, the same thing. She's just digging at him all the time. Yes, it's just constant. It's like Chuck and Charlie right. digging at Andre. Dig, dig, it's like dig. Jen. Everything you say, you just don't quit. You don't got stop. got an edge to it. Yes, it's just tough. I was shocked that they went out for tea and left him alone and were joking about it. With both kids, yeah. Yeah, so here he is. He's super untrustworthy. You can't trust him. I hate him. He makes me angry, but I'll leave both kids with him while we go out for tea. Evidently, he's all trustworthy now. He's all forgiven. Everything (laughs) is fine. Yeah, when they need it. And when they came back, so they came back, and it was, I think she said it's 12 minutes or six, whatever, however many minutes till the taxi comes. And she turns and she said, Drusilla, stop jumping on the bed. Three times she said it. And they never showed her stuff. Oh, well, oh, so what they did show is when she's getting ready to leave, they do a cutaway of Drusilla, and her face is just red as can be. So she probably kept jumping for she, a long time. She was sweaty and 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 red, and she was like just she bounced for an hour. Like she, <laughs> yes, and you can see that should just tell you something. I think as parents, we see that behavior from Devin. It just shows you she didn't do anything. Just right. stop. Just stop. She she probably would have said it ten times. Right. And maybe they only cut it at three. But they don't do anything. No. There's no the retribution. The kid has no actual discipline. You were saying out. something about a bottle. We were talking about that earlier in the week. Oh, Wasn't yeah. there something? Yeah, there's some talk out there that Drusilla drinks from a bottle still mm. at her age. And she's like, what, two and a half or something? Oh, I think she's older. Yeah, or she's four. three and a half now. Three and maybe a half. even four. And apparently in social media, there was a comeback from um, Devin about how it was a supplement that she had to give her because she wasn't gaining weight or something. And the doctor had prescribed a supplement. But that doesn't explain why they gave it to her in a baby bottle. Yes, you could drink out of a cup. <laughs> you could have that in a sippy cup. Yeah, a sippy cup would still work if you're worried about crazy. spilling it. I thought her mom was just, she showed how crazy she is when they were having tea. She said, I see. I had a dream last night. I, I had a dream that you had just gotten on a train. Oh, that whole story And the train so is crossing a bridge, and the bridge is collapsed. And I can see it. <laughs> falling. I can see the train falling off the bridge. I'm but like, you've already pulled out of the station. Like, oh, no. It's like, you know what? I'm watching a TV show, and I got two crazy women, and here they are raising a crazy daughter. And I can see what's going to happen. I can see what's going to happen, and nobody else can. <laughs> it's like, good. And the two of them, you see how they are with Dr- Drusilla, and they're the same way with Jahoon. Jahoon, what is he? Jahoon, you got to get better. Jahoon, you got to get better. Jahoon, you got to get better. It's over and over again. Just say it over and over. And what we saw again, Jahoon's mom called while he was there. And, of course, they're speaking in Korean. Mm. And she well, asked. she was real nosy about what the phone well, conversation was Well, she was probably was right because Jahoon's mom was asking for her credit, credit card, card back. <laughs> and so she, you know, scolded him, said, we've got to be on our own. And, and, and that part of Devin we agree with and is she's right. Right. 
they've got to somewhat be independent. But I don't know if mom's going to give you the credit card to get gas. Maybe you ought to. Maybe you ought to think <laughs> about use the help yeah, right now. Yeah, <laughs> maybe next month we'll say no. <laughs> next month we'll see Brittany in Chicago. Yes, I cannot wait. This hiatus that's happening is going to be a hard period to wait. Yes. There's a lot of stuff pending when it comes back. It's the whole thing. It looks like I've been talking all along that I thought that Brittany was going to make a play to push all of this out and not have to fess up that she was still married. Right. That's what I thought what was going to happen. And you haven't fought me too much on that. She has talked, though, about waiting for it to get resolved and telling him after the fact. But she mm. still planned to tell him from what she has said. But I don't know. And I thought it was interesting. And I felt really bad for Yazin when he did the little side interview in the preview as she was driving away to go to the airport. And he said, That kind of struck home for you. Feeling. Yeah. I have a funny feeling something doesn't seem right. And he looked legitimately worried. I started to feel really sad for him right there. And I kind of felt two things. One is that he felt that she was lying to him yeah. about something. He, he didn't know what. that maybe she was lying Maybe about it's like why. Jess and Colt. Maybe she... Like, like, I think he thought maybe she was leaving and not planning to come back. Mm. He's afraid. And then my heart broke, and I was so touched because after he said that, like, maybe she won't come back. He looked legitimately yeah, and he heartbroken, said, and he said, I feel like part of me has left. Yes. And I, I said to you, oh, I remember that feeling when you went to the airport sure. to go back to Germany. I know that feeling. Mm. That That's a bottomless feeling. You feel very, very empty and lost when that happens. And so I really felt bad for him because I think in that moment you see he really does legitimately care for her. And he just doesn't their whole cultures are so different. That yeah. he, they have a lot of obstacles. It's really hard her. for him to to make that connection with her in a way that she'll understand. I don't think she loves him. Yeah. I Not think it's, the way that he cares for her. You think it's like a, a Binyam and Ari kind yes. of thing. I think she likes the way he looks. She likes the idea of him. Yes. She likes the challenge of her being fiery and what can I get away with and still win him kind of thing. I don't think she is actually in love with him. I think he does care for her. I think he's probably also infatuated, but I think he has some legitimate feelings too. And I think he's willing to work at it. I don't think she's willing to compromise at all. I still say they're destined for failure, but we'll and see. The preview for this one turns really ugly. Gets into, they have a bigger preview of this one to where evidently she, they start giving each other ultimatums and there's a clip of dad saying, saying he's going to kill him. Or he would be his murderer is what yes. he would say. And then uh, of the uncle or a friend talking to him on yeah. the hillside and explaining to her that his life may actually be in danger yeah. because of the things they've seen of her, yes. that it threatens his reputation to the point that people hate him. Mm-hmm. And she like puts her 
face in her hands, I think maybe for the first time she realizes she's playing with fire. Yes. That she could actually maybe cause him harm because of their cultural differences. Maybe she saw a documentary or two. And her brazenness. Well, you would think. Maybe that had happened. <laughs> the biggest preview of, of all of them was the Kenneth and Armando. They didn't have a whole lot in this episode. Taylor and Cassidy left, and they got ready for their trip to go see his family. The The preview for them is they're trying to get in to see Dad, and they show the door shutting in their face. Like the dad won't even come out yeah. to, to talk and to them. And that's not a shock. And then they, they break to preview number two, which is them getting denied their marriage certificate or whatever the in license. Mexico. Yeah, that's it. So it looks like it's they've got some trying times in front of them. I wonder what the reason was because the registrar said that they have allowed some marriages. Yeah, but it's Mexico. I, you don't, there's nobody to protest to. There's no other level. They could That little town they're in could have had a bad situation. Mm. Or maybe that dude who hollered at him, maybe that's his wife. That, that was. <laughs> what bad luck that would be. Yeah. So that's it for this week. Stay tuned tomorrow. You will get Inside Scoop. We are up to volume four. We've got some news of Paul and Carini news. We've got some, uh, I guess, an update on Devin. Spoiler alert on that one. We've got some news on Angela's daughter being free. and we've Wow, got that's a big one. Some Ashley, an update on, or I guess maybe not an update, whatever it is. We've got some a little a gossip there. on Ashley and Jay. <laughs> You've been listening to 90 Day Fiancé, Coupled with Chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 